It's Weekly Signals Time Out, an audio diary of incredible importance broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the campus of the slumbering University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Get the ball, Mahler. Get the ball. Get it. Get it, get it. That's a good boy. Oh, how can he bark with that ball in his mouth? That's he, incredible. I This is the first ventriloquist dog that I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Boy, he's holding the ball. <laughs> shh, shh. That's a good boy. That's a good We got to talk now. All right. Oh, uh, Mahler. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he was he was running across the street oh. the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I had, I had to catch him, you know, here on the campus of the University of California at Irvine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to go get Mahler and ran into uh, our... Uh, our friend down there at the, uh, uh, you know, w- w- what's that trailer right next to us here? And, oh, uh, know, the Ace. Ace, Ace. Yeah, yeah, the computation, the artist yeah. that used computers. I ran into yeah. Dennis, and I said, hey, Dennis, how yeah. you doing? Are you ready for the 4th of July? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are you ready for the 4th of July, Mike? You know, ready or not, here it comes. Yeah, that's but, why I look yeah, at it. Yeah, so. Yeah. And, and Dennis said, is it that time already? He said that to me. And I'm, and I'm thinking, <laughs> well... Where are you? Yeah. yeah. Where are you? Because uh, so many people out there uh, think the time's flying by. Well, it, it does move, but they, they have this, when you ask them or tell them about some part in time, some, mm-hmm. some specific point in time, not a part of time, but mm-hmm. a point in time, mm-hmm. they will go, oh, time's flying by. <laughs> and, and, and that always astonishes me uh, because I, I'm, I look at life as being something that and time, yeah. because I, I measure part of my life by time. Perhaps we measure too much of our life by time. Nevertheless, I always think of the time part of it as usually excruciatingly slow. I mean, if I consider, if I look back in time, and I think of all the things that I've done, I can't imagine I've fit them all in. Seems like it's I'm always doing something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm never not doing anything. Even if I'm sleeping and dreaming, I'm doing something. Even if I'm blowing bubbles out of my mouth, I'm doing something. Yeah. And so if, if you stack up, say, things like, uh, you know, interviews on Weekly Signals. Yeah. 250 interviews on Weekly Signals well, have do, happened. Let's do the math. Almost 300? Eight, eight, almost eight years. It's closer to 400. 400 interviews. Yeah. Now, if somebody looked at you and said, I'd like you to do 400 interviews. <laughs> You'd go, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Well, apparently you do have time for it. And and time moves in a, a rather slow fashion. If you just kind of follow it right, it moves along. In fact, you can slow it down if you want to. Have you ever done that? Uh, I think you just did. See, I, you're at a loss for words. I am at a loss for words because you were trying hard to slow I was down try, time. I was, tr- <laughs> I was trying to remember a time when I moment. Well, okay, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Now, I have had a different relationship with time. Uh oh. Yeah, in the sense that I look back on my life. I don't know how this is going to sound. I, I look back on my life, and I haven't managed my time very well. I don't, I'm a very bad manager of my time. Time management. So, so in my memory, even though I think I've done quite a few things and and been had wonderful experiences in relation to time, yeah, I feel as if I have not. I've wasted a lot of You've time. You've wasted time because you have expectations for your time. Exactly. And 
the expectations for those times, sometimes you don't live up to those expectations. It, it, that's exactly right. But it doesn't mean that time, anything happened to time. That just means that you didn't live up to your expectations. Yeah. Time is going to happen whether you live up to your expectations or not. Yeah. You call that time management. Maybe there's just some sort of disease that you have. Well, there's a, there's a lot of issues. I don't know if they're all, they're, they're at least syndromes uh, at first for certain, but, um, I, and then I did a little, uh, we were, you know, obviously talking about time. You know how we know that time exists? You know the principle by, by which we know time exists in, in relation, well, as we're discussing it today? Go ahead and tell me. Uh, atrophy. Atrophy. Because things disintegrate, begin to fall apart and unravel, uh -huh. we know that time exists. And we because well, things also grow, and they grow. Yeah. Well, okay. Grow, but it's yeah, but, but atrophy. It's funny that you would you would. Well, there you the, go. This is part of my disintegration of something. But is, but is, there was a German physicist who came up who who postulated the idea of how we know. Yeah, leave time, it to the Germans. <laughs> that they yeah. came up with this. It is dying slowly. It's atrophy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's also growing. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, it, it, there's a cycle here. We Hans. We know time. We look back on time, but we can't look forward. We don't understand exactly how time operates or what it is, but in our re in our relationship to it, it is, as this German physicist put it, it a is atrophy. Well, there's people that have kind of a, a Newtonian look at time, okay. where, where it's actually a dimension that you can measure. Okay. And then there's people who think that that's an intellectual construct and that you can't really measure time. It's just something that we've pieced together. As far as we know, it all might be happening at once, just like a dream, pretty much. You know, mm -hmm. we say, oh, the dream lasts forever. Well, chances are it was like five seconds. Mm -hmm. But we had all this information in there that left a, a little memory mark, mm -hmm. and we experienced it. We experienced this, what we thought was half an hour of action in a few seconds right, or a minute. So there's those two versions of time out there. Right. Yeah, but we're at a loss to describe the units of time. A minute, uh, an hour, a day is an artificial construct. Well, we have fourteen minute units of time right now <laughs> we left also, in this interview. We also know that uh -huh. by in relationship to our world, that we know now that the world goes around the sun in what we have designated oh, that too. one yeah. year. So we—that's one way that nature we interact with nature. So that's one way. Well, it's uh, time is one of the seven physical quantities in the international system of measurements. So okay. it so it is something we are we are aware of, and and what we do with it and how we look at it is uh, can affect our lives, yeah. regardless of all this. Uh, metaphysical chatter about it. <laughs> and, and there's an interesting book okay. that I, that I uh, yeah, drew you, your attention yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which breaks time into, and, and our not time itself, but our attitude toward time. What kind of time zone do we live in? Yeah. Or how do we live in those time zones, I think would be a, a, a better way to look at it. Yeah. Not necessarily that we, I mean, we might live more in one than we do in the other. And and one of them, and let's go to the past first, because it, well, that was the part that you got or you didn't get. The future is the one that you didn't get. The future is we you don't we, get. The yeah, we future. don't. We don't. Yeah. Well, you don't know the past either. You only know your past, basically, mm -hmm. and you only know your past from your perspective. Right. Your past to somebody else might be right. a lot different. Right. Somebody who maybe I've 
I've done a radio show with for the past eight years might have a completely different view, view of, of my, your past. Of, of my yeah. past than uh-huh. I do. Uh, past positive. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the the tenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that would be when you look at things in the past as the good old days. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nostalgic view of the past. Now, I I just want to know: do, do you have? How do you do? You look. I have I have almost contempt for nostalgia. Contempt for nostalgia, but how do you look at the past? Do you look at the do you look back at at even your life and say, ah, that was pretty good? Once in a while, but generally, I, I mean, I've over time, I've over time as I've moved forward in my life, I've tried to avoid doing that. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a waste of time. There's a, there's an example of a waste what, of time. What, it might, because it, I can't affect what happened, good or bad, yeah. in my past. And I find it generally pointless. Could be a, an onset of some sort of dementia that I don't really consider my my past as much as I maybe it I usually should. works the other way. Okay, you consider your past a lot yeah. in a good way as you get older because yeah. the you know well, your then, brain has been shown gets rid of the negative stuff. Oh, for the most part. Well, then I'm that good. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of filters it out because it can't handle it. It doesn't want to go through that. Get all that bad chemicals right. generated inside of it. So there's a defense mechanism. Okay. Uh, I, you know, it's not, not necessarily that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. how about yourself? How do you look on? I'm. I'm. Um, I have a general contempt for nostalgia too. Uh, yeah, I don't like, um, well, you know what annoys me? And, and we could get into public television, but I won't. But all the, you know, the, the consider that our tax dollars are being spent to rerun Moody Blues concerts. And doo-wop yeah, concerts and I, I mean, I, I respect that music. And I like listening to it once in a while. But there's so many great, much great music going on right now yeah. that it's hard for me to look at that as the good old days. I look at that as a a, a very fine period of music history, yeah. as well as the 40s and the 30s and the 20s and John Philip Sousa and Bach and and uh, Gregorian chants. And uh, as far as I know, they were uh, pounding on stones just fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, thousands of years ago. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, and, and music does progress, but I don't have a, uh, I don't like to, get nostalgic about things like that right. where i you know the greatest generation uh please yeah that that's that's such a uh, nostalgic trip for those people that yeah. that, <laughs> that they is... have to single themselves out yeah. as being the greatest yeah i uh, agree then I... there's then there's past negative which i'm you're probably more uh familiar, familiar with, with. <laughs> where where you look at something and and you uh, it's regret Regret is the thing, the yeah. key word here. Yeah. You look at your pal. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah, what did God. I do? What was I thinking? What was I thinking when I did yeah. that. Now I, I'm just kind of curious. I'm. I'm oh no, to there's too many. There's my... too many. We only no, have but I, ten but minutes. No, yeah. I don't, not particular events. But do you do that a lot? Uh, I do that probably more than is healthy. Yeah, more than is healthy. Yeah, yeah. But but it's and and I will say just go back to your uh, for I, I know we want a future positive. Uh-huh. Being around a radio station, being involved in listening to new music has been for me something that is much, much in the, in the vein of future positive. Yeah. Because I don't sit around listening to radio stations that play the same 200 songs all the time, every day for in infinitum. Yeah. Being around and exposed to music is a vehicle to understand that things are just as good, if not better than they were 
when well, I was. Well, that's that's part of your personality at work too. Yeah, because a lot of people, <laughs> even at this station, yeah, uh, don't look at new music as something that yeah. is is attractive as. Right. something that's 30 years old. Well, I, I understand. I mean, I'm not talking about never listening to music that's 30 years old, but I'm saying that music is an important thing to me. Yeah. I value it highly. And to be exposed to new music that I thoroughly enjoy in some ways I'll much more than I did the music when I was growing up. So it conditions you into a... a it, how does that relate to past negative? It, well, it does. I'm saying yeah. past, I mean forward. So, you're, so music is your salvation. Music is my forward positive forward uh, and uh, and what actually happens and then in my life, life is, is actually okay the, okay then then there's present hedonistic so okay. we got rid of the past yeah then, you know i mean there's others uh, there's variations of that but there's present hedonistic living in the moment for pleasure avoiding pain seeking novelty and sensation where, where are you on that do you pursue that or let me give you the other side of that the present fatalism life is governed by outside forces it doesn't pay to plan in other words, you're you're gonna do this anyway. Whatever uh, you know, it's kind of an e or uh, attitude toward. Uh, this is a fine line yeah. for me. I understand what you're saying. The fine line is to pursue things that make you happy, that make the present hap yeah. a, a, a satisfying well, experience. As my friend used to say, "Are you spontaneous?" <laughs> I am more spontaneous. Uh huh. I am less. I feel less fatalistic yeah. than I did 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, when you were younger, you actually thought that you were predestined to I, some... I, in many ways. Maybe going further back than that, but but I would say over the last... Actually, I mean, since the time I've known you, uh -huh. I have probably... I am less like that than I was when I first met you. You were... 20, you are... years, 20 years ago now. That's so you're hard. more hedonistic since you've known me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a very I'm a very conservative, personally conservative person. So you think and, conservatism and very, very, has to go do with fate? I think wow. Sort of go with fate. Yeah. Do you think that conservatives are more likely to say that they're predestined yeah. to do something? Oh yeah. yeah. I think they're more likely to think that it's God's will, that it's uh that this is the way we've always done things. Yeah. Those more likely to do that. But I, I think that since I've known well, you, and I'm not saying- why are they always getting into trouble with doing these spontaneous because things? Because they're fighting their own nature, which oh, they okay. know to be. Anyway, so, right. uh, so yes. So, uh, but uh, I have developed more of a sense that, uh, that you can enjoy yourself. Uh -huh. in, the, in the present. Or you should be ashamed of yourself. Or you can, re you can enjoy yourself and then regret. Yeah. I understand that. Uh-huh. But uh, but also that that life needs to be spontaneous. You need to be ready and uh, you need to be prepared to do something out of the ordinary. If that because makes it'll get you no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. And you know, it's, no one gets out of here alive. You've got to you try to feel like you've you've enjoyed yourself. And I and I've tried to incorporate. That. I'm not very good at it, but I've tried to incorporate. Now I'm going <laughs> to ask you. All right. Cause, no. Because you're asking me. Yeah. It seems only fair. Yeah. What would you put yourself in this? Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, do I, I uh, as far as a, a predetermined route, it's it's pretty complex thing, you yeah. know. It's I I don't believe that it's written in stone. That that's ridiculous. Uh, but I do believe there are certain characteristics and traits and um, socioeconomic uh, uh, conditions that we live in that 
while they might not guarantee that our fate will come out a certain way, they funnel you into a certain area mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, chances are, I, I, I would guess that I'm not going to sail around the world. Uh, so it, although my fate might not, uh, although who knows, I might, but you know what I'm saying. Chances are, given all my socioeconomic conditions and my interests and the way I was brought up and everything else, I've I've kind of uh, made a a, a fate for myself. Right. And, And so there's that. And while I'm doing all this, I, I, I do try to uh, be spontaneous, but I find myself failing at that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like to be hedonistic, but at the same time, I, I, there are times where I think, well, you got to get this done. You, you can't just go out and, uh, you know, uh, spark a fatty right now mm-hmm. because you've, you've got a, a show to prepare for or, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know you've, got, you've got to speak in front of a group of people. The last thing you want to do is is down a yeah a drink and yeah, and and, out, and, yeah, and yeah. party with one of the presenters yes so. <laughs> well and and you're right it's just I think that's an important point that you made which is uh, as you understand your life you understand that life uh, that I'm never going to start I'm never going to be a point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> okay that's not going to happen as much as you wish you could I, be. I, yeah I, that's not going because to happen. Derek Fisher's getting old. Well, yeah, he yeah, is. I yeah. mean, let's face it. Jordan I mean, Farmer, they're, they're, I don't know if he's going to stick they're, around. They're, they're looking. Yeah, Shannon they're Brown's looking. looking. I'm, I'm going to throw my hat in um, my hat in that to, ring. I'm I think throw, it's a good I'll idea. throw my business card out there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, I mean, I, and my point is you realize that there are just things that are not going to happen in your life, but that doesn't mean that that closes you down because life is so many opportunities. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. We're we sound get... like self-help. I know. We're almost. starting to sound a little Tony Robbins no, but it, on but us. but it's important. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important. I, you know, uh, screw Tony Robbins. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm not a big Tony Robbins oh, fan. People, people that, that look at things, well, that focus on that, that's another, it's a fate in and of itself yeah, is to yeah, see, yeah. to look at that. It's a it's a uh, cultural personality worship there that where mm-hmm. he takes the place of actually what you're supposed to do. What he says takes the place of of even being spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. I think people sit down in front of a Tony Robbins uh, lecture and say, make me feel spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. Make me feel like <laughs> life has possibilities. And really all I'm trying to do is is get into what do you think about time? Yeah. That's that's really yeah. what yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about. You, right. Know? Right. Hey, you know, do you think of time as something you got to just, it happens. We're doing it. We're you know, if, if if somebody came here and said, uh, you know, do you want to you want to go to Hawaii today, Nathan? I go, sure. I'm not doing anything. And then I go to Hawaii and, and think, well, you know, I, that's me. I'd probably say, well, I got things to do. I got things to do. Why am I getting <laughs> why am I getting on this plane yeah, right, right now? What, yeah, all that. And that's me. I, it's yeah. important to realize that somebody else might do that. But they should also realize what they're leaving behind yeah. and, and take those things into consideration. Uh, just quickly. There's the future. Do you focus on uh, learning to work rather than play? Do you, do you, uh, are you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you think about the future, do you think I'm going to lay down these laws for myself? I got play down. You got play I, I have that part n- wired. I yeah. got it nailed. I need the other part. I yeah. need more of that. That, And I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's responsibility or whatever it is, but I need to develop that more strongly in myself. Yeah, and then the other future is, or are you, uh, looking at some sort of reward afterlife? No, no. Uh-uh. I don't. I'm not. 
I really not. I I I, I don't. I used to. When I want to be a surprised. Kid. That's what I want to yeah, be. Exactly. I want to. I want to get to the end there. And somebody says, "Hey, you got an afterlife, huh?" Yeah. Exactly. Really. Really. Cool. <laughs> Instead of, "Oh, here comes the afterlife. Yeah. I hope I make it." If yeah. you know, if I'm going to be among the most surprised, walking towards the white light. Yeah. I am going to be. Yeah. Wow. Holy, this is neat. neat. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I thank you, Uh whoever, whoever is at the end of that white light. I have no idea, but uh, whatever's at the end of that white light. But I, I don't. Is it too late for me to apologize? (laughs) I guess that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that you know that old thing? Is that that white light coming at you? You know. So uh, we've been speaking very, very loosely on uh, the subjects brought up in the book by Philip Zimbardo. Philip Zimbardo. The book is The Time Paradox, The New Psychology of Time That Will Change Your Life. And we've run out of time. Zimbardo. Yeah, Zimbardo. Philip Zimbardo in the name of the book.
The Time, time Paradox. paradox. Uh, wow. There it is. That's amazing. The New Psychology of Time and That Will Change Your Life. The Time <sighs> See, now I'm paradox. sweating. I am in a sweat right now.